This is the Elf Tree Podcast Network. It's stuck in a pothole with high dare. The amateur thing to do would have been to go home. And, Curl up in your bathtub you know, exactly. like Ace Ventura. Yeah, exactly. After you found out that it was, your gun is sticking that, in oh, uh, <laughs> Einhorn oh, is a man. Einhorn. Oh my God. Einhorn. <laughs> <Fecal and> Einhorn. <laughs> Mickey Mouse is like peeking his head in. Are you okay? Uh, Let's do this other take. We gotta keep you happy. Keep your shit together, Ian. (laughs) If you want to get a cookie, you better get your shit together, goddammit. (laughs) That's a wrap. I said that's a goddamn wrap. You're like, oh my God, he put a condom on. All right, we gotta get this kid out of here. Session over. Yeah. And that's when you gave up radio. Dive into the abyss with the Millie McCormick listening hour. She's gonna come and kick your ass. That's when you're finally up at the rink and you just turn real quick and your and hair flings by. And I'm wearing like this great thong one piece that yes. I'm wrestling. Yeah. Yes. Millie, Millie and your trainer too, slaps your ass at the at the downbeat. Yeah. And obviously my body's covered in oil because I'm gonna wrestle with another of woman. Course. But so, your trainer is you know, Dobby I'm, I'm from Harry Potter. Dobby never meant to kill. Dobby only meant to maim. Oh, oh, why is it glowing? Something's turning on. Why is it glowing? Oh, Holy shit. Oh, um... Oh, excuse me, everyone. Uh, uh, you got a funny voice. Hello, I'm... Oh, man, I'm starting to feel it. No, me. Get over here. Sit on my lap. I will take you to a cat in the hat face with a cowboy hat. No, we don't... You have the face of a cat, and you're wearing a cowboy Millie, hat. You say? <laughs> Millie, come on. They oh, don't even man. Oh, oh, God, we got to get out of here. Now you us into the, into the horse tank. The Oak Tree Podcast Network. This is gonna be good. Prepare to enter the Oak Tree. Hey Dare. Hi Dare. Hi Dare. Show's not Hey Dare. Show's Hi Dare. I just renamed us. <laughs> you did. You just like renamed the show mid-show or, or start of show. Yes. Hi Dare. Hi Dare. I'm Ian. And I'm Joe. And welcome to the show this week. Welcome welcome back. We are here. We we have wiped all the cobwebs off of our body. Oof. We've we've, sh- we've opened the windows and all the bats have scurried off. My two little bite marks on my neck are healing up pretty nicely. <laughs> My skin is uh, is still not returning to its normal color, but you know that's okay. You were okay. bit by a vampire. Well, we don't. We this don't, is news to me. We don't say that out loud. But are you, are you an immortal now? Well, an immortal. I mean, it's just it's <laughs> it's just immortal. I'm you sorry, know? amortal. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm amortal. You di- can you die now? Because vampires <laughs> die. That's right. That's right. Vampires, <laughs> all sorts of die. No, I was gonna say before we started the show, I was like, oh, yeah. I wonder if uh, there are bloopers from Wizard of Oz. And how funny it would be see to like wow. the cowardly lion. I can't remember his name who played the part, but him oh. stubbing his toe or something. He's like, fuck me. God, fuck. <laughs> you know, just off, you know, off camera and everyone's just kind of weirded out. Cause it's he's just like Dorothy's just like, I can't stand these munchkins. Yeah. Yeah. Where are my fucking slippers? <laughs> like, uh, Judy, 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 you're going to have a daughter who's going to be on arrested development in the future. Gosh. Someone's reading a crystal ball. On set. That's funny how there are certain uh, generations who Liza Minnelli, that's all they know her from. Yeah. And I mean, that's Liza Minnelli. It's Liza Minnelli. She's, Liza Minnelli is huge. She's a powerhouse. She is. I mean, and and uh, famous for so many different types of roles and things mm-hmm. that she's done over her lifetime. And yet there's an entire generation of us out there right now that, I mean, I'm, uh, I'll be honest, if it wasn't for my parents and their, their desire to... You know, make sure I knew some of the old classics and yeah. stuff like that. I might not know who Liza Minnelli was, other than Arrested Development, either. What were the uh, What were the old classics that you are mentioning? Like, what, mean, what's a Liza Minnelli classic? Uh, cabaret. Ooh. You know, I mean, cabaret, that's, that's yeah, a, you yeah. know, she was a she was a singer dancer. Like Bob Fosse loved mm-hmm. her. Um, that and uh, uh, Arthur. That was my first with, dose. With Dudley was Moore. Arthur. Yeah, yeah, which she was great in. She was that's she is what a, made her her to me. She's kind of a she she plays a very well female equivalent to Dudley Moore's kind of bumbling airheadish, yeah. you know, kind of thing and they just yeah. uh, so romantically go together. 
man, that was horrible grammar. No, no, it, it was. They just so See, do what, do dandane? Like a do do da do day. We'll be right back. You like have a you're having like a stroke on camera. What what was that? Yeah, that's the that's the test signal that comes. You know, when they go off the air. Remember that lady that was reporting, and she she kind of had like a stroke, like on camera, where all of a sudden she just started saying this weird gibberish in the middle of her. Gosh. Her thing, and she's fine. She lived. I mean, she's yeah, she's yeah. around, but she's just reporting, and all of a sudden, she's like, "Hans and down, damn It's just kind of a just like weird what? brain thing, dude. I was uh, I was on the phone with my grandpa years ago. This is yeah. probably five or six years ago now. Uh, on the phone with him, just talking. <laughs> what? I'm just realizing how much of an asshole I sounded trying to interpret, like, impersonate the way she was having a fucking stroke on TV. Like, what an asshole. That's not what she sounded like, but it was kind of... But, I mean, unless we... I didn't mean to be. I didn't think you were. Sorry. Audience. Your grandfather. Audience, write in. Write in. Tell us if you think Joe's uh, an insensitive dickhead. I I just... Yeah, anyway. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go back to that. My grandpa, I was on the phone with him once, and we were just having this, this normal conversation. I don't exactly remember what we were talking about. But then all of a sudden, he started to still speak English words, but they were jumbled and made no yeah. sense. And just and then it started to kind of I, I was like, I was like, what? And he would do it again. And it just the, the words just weren't making any sense. Yeah, it's not it's not that they were just in the wrong place in the sentence. I mean, baseball and flowers and oh, he was water kinda, hose were like starting to come uh-oh. into the conversation. And it's just like, no, 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 this yeah. is not. And then when, you know, he started to completely start to slur and all that kind of stuff. And was this know, in one instance or was this, this over in time? One, no, no, no. This is in one phone call. Oh. I mean, I'm on the phone with him. He's in Tyler. And I was, I was just at my house in Garland and, mm-hmm. uh, I'm on the phone with him as this is happening. And I'm like, oh shit, I don't know what's like, I kind of know what's going on. I mean, I, you know, I've heard that this is, he's probably having some sort of He's either tripping out on LSD. Time episode, or he's tripping balls, which go more power. Um, but, you know, uh, I ended up having to, I was actually driving over to my parents' house at the time. So I had, yeah. you know, my earbuds in. I got over to my parents' house and they had to call 911 out in Tyler. Oh, wow. In order to get the ambulance to go and, because and, my grandmother was at work, she couldn't, you know, really be reached yeah. and everything. So, like, we had to go get a, an ambulance and stuff like that. But that was a bizarre thing to, it's, 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 it happens out of nowhere. That's what, the weird thing. What happened thing. to him? Like, what? It ended up being, it ended out? up being a, a, a stroke type episode. I don't mm-hmm. entirely remember the details of what what happened because it was you know again five or six years ago but um you know he had had episodes of certain certain things uh having to do with like you know his brain neurology and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um and so this was just kind of a an addition to the story of what what all had been going on um but i mean it just comes on out of nowhere and did he and recognize it was happening when it was happening or? he no, I no. My grandpa was a little bit stubborn, and oh, yeah. so he. That <laughs> was fine. If he wasn't laid up yeah. in the hospital yeah. uh, at that very moment, he'll argue with you that it wasn't as bad as all that. And blah 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 blah. Which yeah. I mean, you know, it's 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 like scary grandpa water to, hoses, baseball, and flowers. They, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're you're building some weird garden, man. You know, um, but you know, it was it's such a weird thing. So I imagine seeing that happen to one of their news anchors on TV has got to yeah. be freaky. Oh yeah. Alone. Cause I don't know. You know what? I don't remember asking if he knew what was, if he knew that something was wrong. Mm-hmm. So I'd be curious as to the, this news anchor, uh, if she knew something was wrong when it was going on. I don't know, but you know, you know, you know her camera crew knew and yeah. other people around, but well, you know, the dudes in the, in the screening room or what, what do you call the room with all the screens? Like the control the room. The control room. Yeah. You see, you know, probably a dude with his hand on, you know, his chin to his hand, like barely falling asleep at his desk. And all of a sudden he hears it and he's like, jumps awake. Like, what the fuck is going what on? What hell? is she doing? What is she doing? What is she talking about? skeet. I mean, certain people, I know I've definitely had the, the flash in my mind of. She's speaking R2-D2. Am I hearing this right? Like. Yeah. I have to not be hearing them properly. And so the more and more that comes out of your mouth, you're like, what the hell? Yeah. It's it's not something that because, you know, when we were recording a couple weeks ago and I heard the car wreck outside a split second or we should two, cut away just to the car wreck part. That was a car accident.
you hear right there, the split second or two, and I know what it is. I, <laughs> I, I call it out. I was like, that's a yeah. car accident. But if something like this has never happened before, I imagine it's, it's well, on, on all sides. I mean, I know I was just kind of like, gosh, what is happening? And it, yeah. took, it took a good 10 to 15 seconds for me to kind of. You were like piecing it together. Yeah, gauge yeah. what could be going on. Like, yeah. is he is he just being goofy? Is he goofing around? Or, is he walking or, around Lowe's? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the garden, garden center. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, when, when something that serious is going on, I mean, it's, it's yeah. you, you have to, you have to act fast or as fast as you yeah. can think to whenever it's, you know, actually going on. It's you just, just gotta, stuff, you, it's fight or flight. You just start dealing with things and you kind of go into a zone and you either act or you <laughs> become a bystander. What if that was a gimmick for opening a new airline? Fight or flight airlines. Fight you or don't, flight. You don't pay to be on yeah. the on the, the the airplane. You have to fight. Yeah, it's it's no, it's, it's like uh, fight, it's you call it flight club. Like like <laughs> like hell, a terrorist is gonna hijack us. So it's like the protocol is no matter what happens, they just nosedive. They kamikaze themselves to death. <laughs> Someone's trying to take us all, or trying to take the plane. We just take it all. We're out. just going. Yeah. Just, which would defeat the purpose. I think well, I mean, every terrorist would start flying that If airline. they're on land, you know. Just then, open a pencil and start yeah. threatening people with a pencil. Yeah, and just exactly. start crashing planes for either no that, Either that or you end up getting a, a plane full of Brock Lesnar's and The Rocks oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And these terrorists are like. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, they, they, don't have no, they got no chance. Yeah, especially with all those guys on that, the plane. That would be the safest fucking airline ever. Or the heaviest. Or, well, I mean, We're muscle, muscle weighs more than fat. We're over, yeah, our but cargo I mean, no, hold is... man, like, have you seen America? Jeez. It's a little large. We were just talking about, okay, so we were talking about um, the garden hoses and Lowe's. You just went to Lowe's today. I did. And you purchased... I got AstroTurf, because uh, Martin and I are going to be a little domesticated and, and uh, kind of make this patio look like something. Um, we got this, like, massive patio that's like a whole other room that we don't even... I mean, technically we do pay for, but, um, I mean, everybody else, everybody else paying the same amount for their apartment doesn't have a patio this big outside. Uh, so we, we bought some AstroTurf. We're going to lay it down. (laughs) They all have three extra bedrooms. They do. Yeah. Everybody's, (laughs) everybody's got closets and a fireplace (laughs) and all that. We just have a patio. Um, and then we're going to get a picnic table just so Mm -hmm. that it's, it's something to to sit out there. It's a bench. It's kind of a communal inviting thing and all that kind of stuff. Do dinners and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We might update the lights. Uh, I might, uh, I might put some colored lights out there. Oh, uh, nice. What do you mean? Color the holiday. Well, African-American lights. Oh, okay. No. Something a little no, no, more no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, multicolored, uh, multicolored holiday lights. Gotcha. Uh, just cause I dig the ambiance my, and I'll, I'm putting out my Christmas tree as yep. soon as, as soon as Thanksgiving's over. Why not now? Chris, what is well, Thanksgiving? What is Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving's the starting line. It's a bunch line. of people who pretended to be nice to Indians, uh, Native Americans, I should say. I don't know. I choose to, and, I choose uh, to view Native peoples of wherever they came from, from any country. Native. But I mean, if they're native peoples by that very definition, wouldn't they be from there? Like natively. Yeah. It's weird to even say native American because still people named this, like what was, I mean, what did they name themselves? Like what did they name this area? You know, I mean, what were these indigenous tribes, their tribe names, I would imagine the, the Iroquois and, and that, and I don't, but isn't it weird? Like whenever you're like, you have to be a native American or, you know, and I know it's like the preferred thing to say, especially now, because PC. well, clearly people came in and took their land, and then you well, know, that's why it's that's why it's technically offensive to call them Indians, right? Right. You know, but I you're mean, still like you're a native. Our name, <laughs> you know I what guess. I mean? Like I mean, it's sure. still like sure. I guess you're I right. Think about that shit. I'm I like, guess what right. did they call themselves? Where did they <laughs> consider? What did they consider this land? Well, okay. So think about it then. Uh, Australia also has a native people, mm-hmm. but they have a name. And they were all prisoners that were discarded to, well, well not prisoners, but they were that's kind most of, of the Australian. No, I mean you were right. The most of the Australian population that it is now, like modern Australia, and you know all that, yeah, descended from criminals, the outbacks, and 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 all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like the the native tribal people of Australia are called Aborigines. Do you think they were bummed out when they got off the ships? They're like, oh man, we're going where are they where are they taking us? And all of a sudden they opened it up. They're like, wow, this is. This is beautiful. This is actually kind of sweet. Look at all these fucking things hopping around. Look, Look at that. this. <laughs> oh, looks like my little nephew, Joey. We'll stay. We'll call it a Joey. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, we'll stay, yeah. You know, we'll stay I, and do crimes here. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> what, why are we calling them? Why are we calling them? You're right, though. Native, our name. You know, we decided to name it America, and you're just native 
native people that were here before us, but we're just still going to call you fucking... What's the layers? You're like, you're sticking within a but, chapter of something. But why? Why? If we are so... <laughs> if, I, I don't necessarily want to get deep into this kind of conversation. It's not well, at all. Well, I mean, everybody, I but, think, has the I, the questions about it, because you know. everyone other, th- other than that, other than talking about it right now like we are, everyone just assumes, oh, it's this, and it's always been this way, so that's how it is. We're just questioning, like, what is it? We and just, why? People you know? just don't think that far, that far back. People don't care mm-hmm. to know those kinds of things, but... That's neither here nor there. You know what people should care to know? What we're all about. What, the midterm election? <laughs> well, <laughs> Just I mean, kidding. people will. So apparently Florida's doing some uh, medical marijuana. It's, yeah. on the, it's on the ballot. I didn't know that, which, yeah, is, they are, which is great. Go Florida. It's going to be everywhere. Prop it's, two. It's going to be everywhere. And the, the issue... Well, it's just rich. Like it comes down to what rich people in the area are paying f- to lobby against marijuana being legal. So that's how you look for it. Cause then you essentially will find it's usually this 20% of some population of the people don't want it. It's usually religious groups and sure. stuff like that. And then you have 80% of whoever's lobbying against something is usually comes down to one or two major corporations or businesses. So I think in Florida right now, it's uh, probably pharmaceutical companies. If, if it's medicinal mar- marijuana, that's on the ballot, then there, are, I'm sure there are pharmaceutical companies that stand to lose, for sure. lose. Well, yeah, unquote, patients. but it's going to come down to like a specific investor, you know? Well, yes, yes. And, but- and I think right now I can't remember his name, but the one in Florida, Many people know his name. Yeah. I, I it slipped my brain. Many Floridians moment. will know who who we're talking. Yeah, about. I think I, I feel like right. I feel like right now the biggest opposition happening there mm-hmm. um, is it comes down to one guy. So well, if you if you're thinking about it, you're like any any rational mind. You have to go. Wait, people are paying to dictate how how other people literally live and you're you're going up against people who are coming together like a lot of people coming together and putting yeah. their resources together yeah. to stomp out someone who can just write a check you know See that's but that's it's also very dramatized in shows like House of Cards mm-hmm. um, the West Wing uh, How do you think they dramatize with it Ford? Do you think they do the do you think they dramatize it in a more like they make it more serious than it probably actually is. Like behind closed doors, like they it's just, just make people it, fucking around. Like there's no real seriousness. Dramatic. I mean, it's you go and watch The Wolf of Wall Street, mm-hmm. and then you go and watch somebody for a week on Wall Street. I've never seen that movie. Oh, the movie's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's Martin Scorsese. I don't know why. I don't know why that's an excuse for it being a good movie. It's like saying Steven Spielberg. Well, he's an artist. It's like I, I know, you but I mean, good art. he's going to make bad movies. He's going to make great movies. You know, I mean, you can't expect that anybody's art is going to be great all the time. So it's all different, though. You know, uh, but back to the point of the 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 movie, mm-hmm. uh, it was pretty good. But if you went and spent a week watching somebody on wall street, mm-hmm. it's not going to be anywhere near as exciting or, or interesting or whatnot. It's literally going to be people doing their job. Well, I've been, I've been to, uh, the, the floor of the stock market. My brother worked there for a oh, long time. Wow. I mean, he worked there for 10 years, 12 years, something like that. Like doing the, well, that was doing the, the hand signals. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that to, was I, back I in the day. The that radio, was... So I have to actually like, oh, yeah, yeah. explain <laughs> what I'm doing with Ian's my hands. Ian's got his hands in the air I like a cheerleader. Like, this. But I mean, I'm, <laughs> he was I'm doing spirit fingers. Out, I'm acting out what I'm thinking these, these, you know, stock exchange, the, the people on the floor yeah. of the stock exchange are doing, you know, they got all these, yeah. cause they're talking to people up in the, up in the, you know, the booths and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So I imagine they like, well, it's like, what's baseball. that hand signal down there? He's doing spirit fingers. Oh my God. He's got an itch. Sell. We must sell pom poms. But it's like baseball, you know, they got the, well, they, the shoulder off they did back in, in the day. I know when I went down, cause I started, you know, I've been down there three or four times. Like I would get tours. My brother would bring me down and like New York, wall street, this New is, York, wall street, and this is the wall street. You see in all the movies. That's 9/11. actually, um, this was, yes. I mean, every, every time post was post nine 11. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cause nine 11 was a while ago. It was a while ago. Lest we forget. It was how long ago? Was it, it wasn't that long ago, years but ago. that's not well, that long ago. No, but in our in our young characteristic minds, like how old were you thirteen years ago? I mean, you were. Well, I was just I was like eighteen. I was yeah. just going into college. Right. So I mean, your adult life was just starting. I was probably uh, thirteen years ago. I was yeah. yeah I was fourteen. Uh, I was fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. So you know, I mean, it's it's just just we're only just then getting these memories that we're Mm -hmm. recalling and telling as stories now. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, in in that stretch of time, it's almost been half our lives that 9-11 has been a reality. 
our mean, lives. for sure. That's true. You know, I mean, when it's... you think back on it, like our parents, uh, 1963 is when Kennedy was shot. Yeah. And that's something they've just, you know. They had Vietnam. They, they now live in well, And then Vietnam. all the wars between, you know. We've always lived in a world where man has walked on the moon. Yeah. Air quotes. Right. You just know. like some kids now, they're, they're, they only know a world with the internet, you know. I remember <sighs> the world without it. Gosh. I do mm-hmm. remember the world without the internet. I remember the world without, uh, well, DVDs for sure. Yeah. You know, digital files of anything. Man. I mean, photos. Goodness. My mom used to used to take photographs like you wouldn't believe, like, like it was her job. Mm-hmm. I mean, three and four rolls of film every every week at least, you know, she would oh, get, wow. go and have developed. But we, like never, a hobby. we never regretted it. I mean, she would, she documented the hell out of our lives. And I think that that's also a part of what makes me uh, uh, so into documenting things, mm-hmm. conversations like what we're doing here. Yeah. Um, documenting things in my life that I want to then dramatize into TV shows like I did with the atrium. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I'd like to, I'd like to create things and document little moments in my life because it will always remind me of a period in my life that I was doing something, Yeah, you know, uh, the start of this podcast network, no matter where I go, no matter how far this goes or takes us or whatever happens, Mm -hmm. it'll always be shit. I got all my stuff stolen. Oh yeah. And that's why I could do this podcast network. Well, it's crazy because, um, you know, I was just thinking about this yesterday, how, you know, we'll be able to, you know, all throughout our lives, you, you literally just it's almost like you, you're not climbing a ladder cause you're not necessarily, I, I never look at what I'm doing as, Oh, I'm just climbing to the next better thing. I'm always just doing something that I am very excited about. Cause it kind of implies there's a finish line. It does. It kind implies of. that, Oh, I want to be at this point, which, you know, I've got all yes. these, I've got dreams about things that I've not necessarily attained. And, and honestly, I've got dreams that I decided were not good enough. And I, hmm. You know, essentially circumstances pushed out a dream to where it it almost reshapes what becomes a priority or what becomes um, important, you know? Well, sure. And so even like coming out here. That's what life is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody has this. Everyone knows this. But it's so funny. It's like you'll get you'll get caught. Like I, I've had many conversations where someone will go, man, I regret this. Or, yeah, well, like if you talk to anybody, and go, what do you regret in your life? Most of the time, someone will pick something out, but it's very rarely you'll find someone that goes nothing. Because if you if you change anything, the reality mm. is if you change any aspect of your history, like if if you're listening and you're going, okay, where you're sitting now, no matter how great a hilltop you're on or how fucking just to the pits of hell you feel, you're in your current situation, and every single thing in the past led you up to that this moment. Right. So to change any of it could lead to your death. It could have led to, to you, yes, becoming a billionaire or you know what? Maybe not because ultimately you'll never know. And no one ever knows. All you have is every single moment you've got. Yeah. And then, and then just every moment you're sitting like 10 years ago, nine 11 happened, all this shit. I could have sat at 18. Just established. It was 13 years ago. Oh, 13. Fuck. (laughs) Keep going. Yeah. That's a long. Okay. So 13 years ago, (laughs) you know, and even at 18, I would sit around and go, man, like, I can't believe I'm sitting here at this school. Like, and I would start thinking back on all the different things that led me to be in that situation. Yeah. And it would almost be, it's almost overwhelming to, to try to dictate how you want to navigate through life. You can only really just grasp at what you're interested in, which is just pursuing what you're good at. But that's one of the, that's one of the things that, gosh, again, I don't regret, I don't regret it. I don't regret anything, but I see, I see the disservice, um, the mindset of trying to control everything did to me. Mm Cause I, I did try and live my life as if there was supposed to be a path that I'm following and, and you know, I need to have it planned out five year plan, 10 year plan, right. this, that, and the other. Um, and that was just kind of weaned into you from a, an early age, I mm-hmm. suppose, at least in my family it was, um, I mean, there was a lot of change in, you know, in my life growing up. So I, I definitely feel like I, it made it easier for me to assess things yeah. and not get too attached to them before choosing what was good for me, you know? Sure. So oh, man, I went balls to the wall. That's, that's, that's the only way I did things. I planned it for sure. But mm-hmm. I was, you know, that's why the, the Jedi dispute lightsaber movies. Yeah. Um, that's why, that's why they are what they are. Like I didn't want to do 
just like fight scenes with the plastic, you know, Toys R Us lightsabers anymore. Yeah. Because I had done that as a kid when I didn't have, mm-hmm. you know, different tools and resources. I wanted to expand what I was doing, expand my knowledge. And I mean, damn, you're dude, challenging yourself. Uh, frame by frame, 200,000 lightsabers, Shelby and I, but mostly I, did for these three. Wait, lightsaber. how many? Like it's over 200,000 individual frames. That's unbelievable. It was, I mean, it was (laughs) some dedication. I didn't even, you know, but I didn't even question it. I didn't even think about it. I didn't even. That's got to be some sort of world record at your age group. Years later. Having achieved something like that. Years later, it was Shelby that figured it out. You know, just kind of, he did rough math and just figured out how many frames we had to have done on average. Because at times there's just one lightsaber, but at times there are four. And we have to like add all these different effects for when they clash and hit. Kudos, man. All that kind of stuff. But you know what? It was a a great thing. I didn't... I don't even know why, man. I didn't even question my ability to do it. You just, bam, you burrowed down, buried your head in the work. You know what it was? I I bought a computer, and I was like, what am I going to do my first project? And I had this, like, (laughs) crappy-ass eight... You know the, like, high-eight videotape from, like, the 1980s? The Sony Handycams, like, the... Mm, America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like the way all of those all Yeah, look. they look like a news anchor camera. Yeah, but, yeah but exactly. For those, the home. Those <laughs> kinds of cameras, man. I, and I for recorded this eight-second eight test of me swinging a stick around. I yeah. was literally in my bedroom swinging the stick around. It was you like were the Jedi kid on YouTube. I, I was a little bit. I was a little bit. Except I fucking, I did my own lightsabers. Um, Genius. I did it in Photoshop and... It looks so cool, man. It looks great. It's like eight second thing. And so I was like, okay, we're going into production. And we fucking did. We did three of them without even blinking, without even thinking twice about whether we could or not. I just had to convince everybody to, yep. to be as passionate as I was about it. And that's, that's how the atrium was too, yeah. man. That's how podcasting is. I don't know why, man. I, I don't. I do know why it's because it's, it's the, the thing I've become passionate about. Yeah. And as soon as I become passionate about something else, I'll probably throw myself into that because why not? That's how it works. I mean, I, I, I was, I was thinking, um, that's how you progress the world. I mean, you, you definitely, I, I feel like one of the biggest keys in life is for one to just know what you're good at. And I think to find that people have to really be able to know who they are and to know who you are you have to be able to recognize what defines you based on outside things yeah. versus uh, your own spiritual search within yourself of who <laughs> you are on this planet. And you have what to know doing. what you like, not what somebody tells you you're yeah. supposed to like. Or, exactly. You know, do or whatnot. Which again, the 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 discipline that I had growing up as a mm-hmm. child uh, allows me to have discipline as an adult and channel my dreams. Yeah. You know, I, so I'm not knocking it at all. I don't regret that that's how it was, but, um, my life would have been much more, I don't know, uh, much more daring, I think creatively Hmm. if I had, if I'd had more of a mindset of, you know what, it's not a matter of if I can do this, it's a matter of how can I do this? Yeah. You know, uh, Jedi dispute was something that, that was a, a fluke really Mm -hmm. because I didn't approach any of my other projects that way. Yeah. And then the atrium, same thing. And then, but that, that was at a point where I was trying to become more in tune with seeing what, what comes at me and what it's, what I'm supposed to do and take with it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the atrium was that Petri dish where it kind of grew and became what it was supposed to be. And then I moved out here, my stuff got stolen, and suddenly I blossomed into this blank canvas Yeah, that suddenly is Elf Tree Podcast Network. And Ian, sitting before me, is dressed in complete drag. Uh, he's gone balls to the wall, like he said. <laughs> Eight-inch pumps on. <laughs> he has renamed himself <laughs> Ursula. Symbol. So whatever image comes Ursula. to your mind when you think of Ursula, yes, that's that's what's sitting before me right now. Yeah, that's makeup uh, wise. That's me. <laughs> Eric, get away from her. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. No. But I'm the hot but one. You're right. I'm I the mean, hot I'm the hot Ursula when she <laughs> yeah, when she, she came to you know, came <laughs> on land and was seducing Prince Eric. Yeah. With Ariel's voice. 
back bef- back before she uh, got addicted Gosh, to smoking. I, uh, what, what was she smoking under the water? Not cigarettes, but like uh, hookah, uh, hookahs. Or, was she smoking a hookah? Well, I, I mean, know. you know, they're underwater, so they got to be smoking something else, like uh, <laughs> like noxious gas. <laughs> but, you know, smoking eel. Yeah, smoking <laughs> eel. Well, they got the. She's got the pet electric eels. Oh gosh, yeah, she does. So I mean, that'd be a little morbid. And all those little mucusy green things that are like floating, all sad looking on the ground. Well, yeah, kind those of- are the. Those are the souls that she's like yeah. turned into seaweed. I always remember seeing those and I was like, God, someone get a lawnmower. Let's just end oh, this dude. now. <laughs> fucking, I'm totally joking. Those were all, all the all mer people. I know. They were all the mers. How dare you. The mers. I know. We're all mer people. Just under someone else's rule. Just swimming free. All we want to do is swim free in the ocean. Just no, but you're swimming. right, dude. Like, yeah, just keep swimming. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Gosh, there's somebody who's not afraid to be herself. No, she's she she's great, man. I like her. I I I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know her. She could be a monster off camera. She might, because that's all I've ever seen her is on camera. But it's true. She seems like a legit human. Uh, from all the TV shows and interviews and stuff. You well, one would hope. One would hope that, gosh, because some people just don't care. You know, yeah. if nothing else, at least like like I keep thinking this about Tom Hanks too. Like at least Tom Hanks cares enough <clears throat> to. Make make the effort. If he's really a, an asshole uh, in any sort of public scenario, he makes the effort to be America's nice guy, and he's he's killing it if it's yeah. not real. So that's kind of you kind of you're like I'm pretty sure it must be real, right? You know, you kind of and you feel like maybe they're because they're gonna if they're in all these slamming roles. Clearly, they've got agents who know the roles that are gonna be best for the actor they're representing, sure. but also at the same time. Their, their personality is going to kind of gravitate and attract the perfect roles that will best sure. complement probably Absolutely. who they truly are on their inner core, you know? Absolutely. It's like that's that's why you totally get a fucking Tom Hanks movie or freaking <laughs> Tom Cruise movie. I mean, you get the type of Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> I guess you're right. They're all the kind of same thing. Like he's not really a different person in any of his films. No. But you see him for George who Clooney. he is, you know? George, George Clooney is kind of the exactly. same way. Exactly, exactly. And I'll still go see George Clooney movies. Same with Edward Norton. You get, you, you attach to his soul. Like, you know, there's this unmasked person, no matter what movie they're in, but see, they're then, there. Then you get somebody like you know? Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. who played Mr. Mom, which is, yeah. a, and, and Multiplicity, which were Gosh. both kind of, you know, family comedy type yeah. roles. And then Batman. Mm-hmm. Which was, I mean, Batman. Birdman. Yeah. And then he, well, and Birdman. But then Beetlejuice. Yeah. Like, what the hell, man? I'm telling you, dude, he abandoned, he, he's a genius. I think Michael Keaton's one of the best actors in our lifetime right now. Because, think about it, dude. That is a bold claim right now. Dude, I'll, well, the, here's the reason I, mean, I say You're putting him it. up against people like Channing Tatum. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting him up against anybody, dude, who's alive right now. Seth Rogen. Anybody who's ever acted because what he does with his characters, like what, what he did in Multiplicity. Yeah. Every single one of his characters was a fucking rogue character. Ooh. I was not attached to like Beetlejuice. What he did in Beetlejuice is he literally abandoned his like I forgot that was Michael Keaton. Yeah, I was so ter- like almost terrified by this character because he was such an erratic yeah. spaz. Yeah, like you didn't know what he was gonna do. You didn't know what he's gonna pull out of his jacket and make you deal with. You know, mm. and there was such a chaotic make you deal with. I mean, that describes Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He would literally force you on, into an uncomfortable zone. You're right. He would. In, he would. I mean, that's kind of that seems like Tim Burton's mo though too. Yeah, yeah. He puts he you even in did that his in world. Batman. He will force like, you into his world. You remember Batman? We're going to talk about Batman again. Do you remember Batman Returns? Like all the different circus characters mm-hmm. that were in that movie, like these dudes with like giant, scary skull heads. Yeah, yeah. Some some bizarre stuff Tim Burton comes yeah. up with. I man, I think his work is genius. It it's is. only because he like he almost just he's like a can of spilled paint. He just lets it all fucking go out. Like all the hmm. darkest yeah. things that you could imagine pulling together, he makes them beautiful. Interesting. And, and he makes them artsy. You know, he makes them like these pieces of art, and you're like, man, that's a dark society. But at the same time, like if you saw that, like people building crazy shit like that out in the streets, it'd yeah. be, actually, I'd be, I'd be down with that. I'd it's be, like Doctor Seuss. I mean, yeah. Doctor Seuss has got got kind of a a weird. Uh, 
you know, other dimensional kind of imagination. Mm-hmm. You know, all the characters he's come up with. Uh, that's the, why Tim Burton is 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 the same. And uh, gosh, yeah, I mean, you, that's you, all I got. No, I mean, you think about. I, I mean, even on Halloween, like people were dressing up. It's like this one day or one week, oh. really, where people dress up. Yeah, and they, you know, you go to places. You'll go to like a just a store or you, you know, whatever restaurant and people are dressed up. Like everyone's in their own little character that they chose to yeah. be like, everyone got to pick who do you want to be? Yeah. Who do you want to be? Some, somebody will be an ax murdery sleigh man, like murder. Like right. someone's a fucking psychopath. Right. You know? Right. And you get and to, then someone's you get a fairy. to be that for a day. You get to choose it. And yeah. so people show up to work or go, you know, walking around just, you know, life we do it anyway, but we, we all kind of wear normal clothing. That's yeah. everyone kind of gets, everything looks the same kind of to the degrees. Like we all wear jeans or yeah. some sort of pants and yeah. Yeah, yeah, shoes yeah. and shirt. But on Halloween, it's everyone's wearing these fucking elaborate. Guys are wearing dresses. Yeah. I mean, anything. doesn't matter. That's funny, man. But back to the Dr. Seuss, Tim Burton worlds. It's yeah. like, why, I mean, why do we create these things and compartmentalize them in films or to one holiday thing? Why, right. do, why is all of life not just, and I know some people do live this way, but you don't see it enough. Like, why isn't it on a, on a mass scale, everyone just doing this every day? Like, why couldn't mm. people dress up? Every day if they wanted to. Well, Someone comes to work like a fairy every day. It would That'd be, be adorable. It would be a good way to, it would be a good way to express freedom. Yeah. You know, and express the But you don't want to do the, that the now, mindset. do you? I mean, well. You don't want people <laughs> expressing too much freedom now, do you, How do you, you express freedom, Joe? My freedom is uh, my fearlessness. I think to a degree. That's just doing whatever I want. And <laughs> I mean, because you're fearless. You are. To a degree. I mean, you've I, got. Well, I mean, you, you say, so what, or who cares, or varying things like that more than anybody I've ever known individually. The only reason I say that with confidence is because everything that we perceive is people choosing to make it happen. And it's just rich people doing it. You're right. I mean, saying like, like discussing some of the topics that you and I have discussed, um, like going down those rabbit holes, like there, there, there are places people can go or people don't go. Yeah. And the way that, you know, obviously the media is set up today, it's very hard to know what media you're reading is truthful. So people kind of gravitate towards the major medias like Fox or CNN. Right. Right. So the majority of people gravitate to those things, but now because if you know the same things that everybody else knows, then it's gotta be right. Well, more and more. I mean, even if you look at Facebook, even like you'll watch people that you wouldn't imagine in a million years right. are kind of becoming in tune with seeing how corrupt a lot of things are in the world and going, Oh my gosh, the the news is lying here and they'll post something and you'll see people that, you know, five, 10 years ago, we're not talking about the things they're even talking about. Didn't mean they didn't know about it. Didn't mean they didn't know about it, but I'd say personally, I've just kind of gone down so many rabbit holes. I feel like the only, um, proper way to change the world is to share ideas. And the second I can't share my ideas and do it and feel comfortable doing that, because even anyone at the very top of anyone who wants to control someone, I don't know and care is specifics. I don't. I know that we do live in a world that we can change and fix right now. We just choose to do it. We have to choose to do it. And it just takes people's, um, cooperation and it's not like a forceful, it's like a beautiful fucking thing. It's a, it's a very, I would say it's, it's something we've never seen in humanity. So if people right. are like, what's the biggest innovative thing we could do is, as far as human, it's not like <laughs> com- creating a computer or new, the newest television or the best car. It's work together. It's working together as yeah. a team and going, let's assess everything together and go, what isn't working? What's not, and let's not be scared about it. Let's not be such pussies about it. Let's come together because we're all here together. It's like, if it's like ever, when you're, if we ever create not like a foundation, but like, uh, a, a charity event, mm-hmm. something that's, you know, Elf Tree podcast network, we should, should do something like everybody working together. Not like, a well, yeah. Similar to like a habitat for humanity or just like mm-hmm. a big event that is literally people, thousands of people volunteering their time and doing mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, it could be just nationwide. Yeah. 
you know, what if those, worldwide. What if those charitable events were almost like a Bonnaroo festival? Yeah. Something huge. Yes. There's live music, but throughout the entire process, people were building specific things in whatever specific town needed something. So sure. the entire festival, Ooh. by the end of the music and all that, and yeah, it would be a very, <laughs> you would have to have a lot of um, positively conscious people in that one zone yeah. to not trash the place and m- create more work on top of trying to build a project yeah. to benefit a community. It would, I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to set the tone properly. It's almost like a good example of like the, the Amish, like what the Amish will do is yeah. they come together and they'll build stuff and they'll yeah. do it in like a day. It's unbelievable. Absolutely. But and I mean, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. If they can do it, yeah. all of humanity can do it from the, from the most in-depth matrix of a systemed, Structure. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You've got, there's, it's, it's all a web. So let's just go down each little strand of the web and let's figure out a way to pull people together and hold hands and figure out a way to not, you know, well, not fight each other. Not, not. It's talking about those things though, dude. I mean, some people get uncomfortable talking about that and and trying to think of life that way because we've never seen it. So, and and it's understandable. Heavy topics. It is heavy, but it's, it's also something I feel like everyone needs. Everyone's yearning for it, but just doesn't fucking know it. Sure. You know, I think some people do, but not everybody does. Well, you know, so if you're listening, uh, and you know (laughs) that you want to see change in the world, well, call five, 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 big bear, big bear, no (laughs) no changes. It is definitely possible though. Like I, I know, um, there's a lot of people that I, you know, I've done volunteer stuff. You, have you ever done like missions or anything like that yeah. or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Like I you went to go China. and it's it's all these good like things that you want to experience, but to the core of it, like for me personally, and I'll say selfishly, like you know, when I went on mission trips, I was it was honestly secondary that I was going to be helping people. It was more yes. of like, I get to go on this adventure that I have no idea right. that this world that exists. I'm about to plunge myself into the most uncomfortable place ever, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and then it became seeing this other world that existed. And then I was able to understand truly what poverty is yeah. and what it is I'm doing there. Right. You know, and that's when, that's when I'm like, okay, it, you know, that you can, you can help a community on this very micro level, but then still you go home and you fly home and you go back to your normal life and none of the real structures that create that other world. Yeah are ever changed. It's just, there's a lot of this, uh, I don't know. You kind of, well, we can do this other shows, but you end up going down those rabbit holes. And I, I've gotten to the point in my life where I'm like, you know, it is what it is. And for me to avoid that conversation would be for me to avoid, um, trying to, for one, help people that I ever, if I ever meet anybody and they just look at me like I'm crazy because I chose to have a conversation yeah. because they said something that was untrue yeah. or they said something that was hopeless. Yeah. Um, and I could maybe help them with just a, a nugget of something, you know, I don't know. I have the stuff that I, you know, we listen back to some of these podcasts talking about, you know, we're documenting ourselves right now Yeah. and I'll listen to back, back to some of our first podcasts and dude, I'll hear some of my opinions on those shows. And I'm like, that's very interesting. I don't necessarily agree with my right off the bat emotional response right. in that humanly behavioral conversation. Right. But that's what's art about it. I think. Yeah. I mean, it's a moment the, you share with somebody and exactly. you like, you're splattering paint with people. And it's, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a long-term experiment. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, and I say experiment, it's a long-term effect. It's a long-term thing to see because, you know, from show to show, you know, our opinion is just going to stay within within the confines of the show while we're in the show. But a year removed from yeah. the show, you're right. We might. I mean, even eight episodes removed from the show. You know, you're you're thinking about uh, how your opinions have changed and yeah. thoughts have changed, or maybe just the way you'd word your opinions would change. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've experienced that at many different points in our lives. I'm sure. I mean, I mean, yeah, I would you say you have to learn how to how to because I don't know. Each of us have decided at a certain point in how we want to express the, these desires and urges and things that we just can't help but do in our lives. And you chose music. Right. At which, I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's a whole, has, it's a different mindset than you have to, well, although it it isn't though, is it? It's not a different mindset than you have to have to be creative because you have to love people. You have to love and, and feel like in music, everything. 
in yeah. music, in life, all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's, it's just a different, I mean, I, I don't I, know if any of that made sense. Well, no, I mean, I would say like, even in music, even writing music, it's, you definitely just like, you know, when you write scripting or you're, you're writing something, yeah. you, you kind of are always at this edge of a cliff and you're just leaning over it constantly. The, right. the cliff is keeping you from falling, but there's, you know, you just keep moving forward at yeah. this edge. Um, and you just keep creating. You don't necessarily know how you're doing it. Right. But you, I mean, you know, like, you know, if you're writing a script, you know, specifically, you know, okay, I want to get started with this first piece of the script. So, you know, right. kind of a structure you want to, you want to get through. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've worked that out for myself over time, but the material that comes from the cosmos, I mean, I, you know, I look back on all the music I've ever made and I don't know how the fuck I did it all, but well, I, I did mean, it, you know, and it was just these moments in life where you just <sighs> You just go off the cusp of what you're doing at that moment in life, you know? Have you, I mean, I guess you would have evolved, like you're, you would have gone from being, starting out musician and just kind of grown and evolved and stuff like that. But have you also like, have you, do you find that you've traveled in your, in your art, like forward, progressed? Uh, yes, in terms of genre and things oh. you've experimented huh? with and, and tried with your music and progressed yourself forward as well as growing yourself mm -hmm. outward. You know what I mean? I mean, I've definitely like the music that I've put out, I have, um, it's more in the veins of folk or pop. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it, in all the songs I've written so far, I have written R and B songs. I've written country songs. I've yeah. written, um, just psychedelic, crazy shit. I've also, you know, so there's a lot of things that I've written that yeah. have like Latin tones and shit, yeah. you know? So, but I haven't put them out and I kind of sit on a lot of material that eventually when I have the proper, um, I would say the proper the, the point in time yeah. where I can go in and record a full on, I need a full gospel choir. Right. You know, it's certain things like that. When I, when I put those projects together, sometimes it's money. Sometimes it's, it's well, it's just timing. Like every project has always been the right time. Yeah. You know, and, and I, man, I've got probably three or four albums worth of songs that I want to cut Yeah. and I know I'll get to them. Hmm. I'm not forgetting about them. You know, they're not just, Oh, well, I, I didn't cut them this year. So I'm letting them go into the ocean. No, I'll cut them Gosh. until someone writes that exact song. That's yeah. my song. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so, um, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I just, I think of, I think I of guess. that. I just, there are pieces of something that happens at a, at a specific moment and, and they're still important, you know? Well, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, I guess it goes back to what I was saying earlier about documenting everything. I mean, all of the scripts that I've ever written, I will go back to, I mean, my very first screenplay, I'm, I, I'm pretty confident that I want that to be my first film, my yeah. first feature film. Whenever I produce this movie, it'll be, it'll be this fucking purposefully be sci-fi black comedy. Yep. Like it's going to be great. Can't wait to see this shit. It's going to be great. dude. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I want to work got, on it. Let me work crew or something. I've I'll got do some, I've I'll got work some catering. big plans. Oh man, you could do some music for it, dude. Dude, I'll totally do I mean, music. it's going to be great. It is going to be so much fun. <laughs> Uh, here's your hard derp, sir. <laughs> Shut up, Joe. Sorry, Ian. <laughs> so, I mean, and I wrote that, geez, I mean, when did I write that? I was probably 18. So I probably oh, wrote wow. that in, nice. uh, 2006, mm -hmm. something like that. 2005. Uh, it was bizarre. It was yeah. 2000, maybe four. I don't know. I'm going to shut up. Wow. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I would say, you know, any, any opinions expressed on this show, like personally, like, like seriously, I, I can say this personally for myself. Yeah. I can't say it for you, but don't you dare whatever is discussed. I'm always my, my, the number one thing that I want to do is learn something that I have never known that I didn't know, or n something that intri is intriguing, like something that is new to me, you know? Yeah. So talking like, that's why I love talking to you. Cause you'll share shit that I have no idea what you're Absolutely. talking about or, you know, you work in, in the film industry and we'll yeah. talk about movies and stuff like even on three movie goes. <laughs> yeah. And there, 
I don't know, you know, I'll say, I'll tr- totally like describe out like, oh yeah, the camera did this move and I don't know what the fuck that move is called, but there's specific names for things. Sure. So it's funny, like, you know, uh, the number one thing that I want to do on these shows is just learn shit from yeah. other people. And then of course, obviously it's what we all do as humans is we give our interpretations and talk about them. We do. It's that's what the three of movie goes is uh, Martin and I were talking about it. Cause it's not really, it's not really a review of any of these movies. Mm-hmm. It's, it's our, our reactions to them. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's our, it's our, uh, our mind, our, our, our free forming free, yeah. you know, our just free talking about what, what, what we thought about and felt f- mm-hmm. for and about these movies. And we don't, uh, you know, whenever we see the films, we will not speak about it until we sit down in front of the mic. So the, that's like the rule we keep. Yeah, we try and we try and plan it so that, you know, we go see a movie, maybe we grab something to eat and then we just we we've got the, the mm. evening free to podcast about it and and get fresh ideas and thoughts mm-hmm. about it because you, you hear it on a couple of those shows. I mean, I, I blew my mind a few times during Birdman. Oh yeah. Uh, just because, Birdman. yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I had no idea some of this stuff that I couldn't have perceived by myself. I took you two to all three of us coming together to like talk about these things for uh-huh. things to click in my head about what was going on in the movie. Um, so those are invaluable moments. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, but uh, that's the beauty of conversation too, is like, we're going to catch, you catch yourself in a moment of thought. And a lot of times now, and we've been taught to do this really easy, I think in this, with all this technology and how quickly we want to consume material and, and get to the next thing. Um, we've gotten really good at, I've gotten personally, I can't say what other people are doing. I assume everyone else does this. Sure. Um, but I've gotten really good at, uh, speaking as I'm thinking in these kinds of conversations, you know, where we're filling airtime, we're, we're trying to have a conversation where, you know, as we learn and do, you know, get comfortable around these microphones, get comfortable in this, you know, this is not a natural thing to do. Like putting headphones on and having these conversations, we're making it a natural thing to do. So as we go through these uh, growing pains, which aren't even growing pains. There are moments where it's just learning episode steps. Well, yeah. Episode 300, you know, this is going to be fucking unreal, you know, but it's, uh, it's just, that's what what we're going to title it. For those of you that are listening right now to the, to the show at it's in its infancy. Oh, that's weird. We're going to title episode 300 fucking unreal. Fucking unreal. (laughs) <laughs> because it will be. It will be. It'll be so fucking Dude, unreal. when we hit that, we're going to lose our <laughs> shit. <laughs> we're just, I mean, literally, it's just going to be oh, like man. lost. Gosh, um, that's a long way to go. It is a long way to go, but I'm... We should start like a little calendar and we tear off a little like, piece of paper. I feel like we're, we we're at the opening <laughs> bars of uh, Off to See the Wizard. Oh, man, yes. Finally, the Olympic man. With, with or without the blooper of the cowardly lion stubbing his toe. Stubbing his toe. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Damn, dude. Fucking ridiculous. Oh, man. But yeah, dude, this is, this is, uh, I know we, we keep talking about this is the beginnings, but man, here it is. We, we, we're, we're literally just sitting around a campfire every day, you know, we are talking about the craziest, weirdest shit. And we're going to go down rabbit holes and you know what? Hopefully we don't scare you too much. You know what I like (laughs) about the winter? Uh, snow. Typically, well, sure, but I, you know, I like the cold weather. Typically, I I enjoy um, just kind of skis. Oh, gosh, I enjoy fireplaces, but I enjoy the mentality that people have of of congregating with each other. Oh. It's you yeah. know, even though we don't like all huddle and keep warm, like you would think that that kind of mentality would dictate like to, penguins because you know, it gets cold. Everybody like would huddle together and yep. keep warm. But I mean, I think it's just kind of a natural instinctive thing for people to just, you know, congregate with each other. That's probably yes. why, all, you know, there's such a concentration of holidays, all kind of Which in these colder months. Makes it make sense that the world comes together, assesses our situation and works as a team. Yes. Because there's billions of people that want to work as a team because honestly. Until January 1st. Wow. What's your favorite season? My favorite season would be. Of the year. I really like, I like winter. I like winter. Wabbit season? Wabbit season. (laughs) Okay, yeah. I like Uh, winter. I feel like people slow down a little bit. Um, I I agree. And just kind of, they chill. Yeah. 
can get yeah, and they do come together more often. A little often bit of hibernation. I mean, that's that's kind of a nature yeah. nature thing. I mean, animals hibernate. There, there's kind of that slow down slow down mentality. Um, and maybe it is because of that. Maybe that's why everybody's being pressured to just keep going and going and going and going and going. It's because when you slow down, you you have an opportunity to think and make yeah. New Year's resolutions and spend yeah. more time with your loved ones. And I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> um, but it, throughout the rest of the year, I mean, you got to be in, you know, activities and yeah. work and overtime and do this and do that, which I'm not, again, not knocking, but I think, uh, I mean, there's a, a saying that was, I guess it was a song I heard growing up as a kind of a Christmas song. It's like, keep Christmas with you all through the year. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's, a, there, there are elements of that, that, that could very well be indicative of, um, the spirit that you've got around your favorite time of year, no matter what it is mm-hmm. for people like Andrea Kelly and, and her, uh, her sister, it's Halloween. Yep. And, they also have birthdays. And wow. I mean, so. yeah, birthdays, people go nuts over birthdays, yeah. man. But there are some people that just love some Easter. Yeah. And absolutely. there are other people that just live for the summertime. Yeah. And whatever that is, keep that, keep that enthusiasm throughout the entire year. Because Absolutely. There's excellent. Yeah. There's excellent moments about everything. Absolutely. All the damn time. There are great things about every season. And the more you do that, the more, the more everybody's going to do it. It's just, I, I don't know. The well, more, just like the the more, more you... I'm around positivity, I can't help but be infected by it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, the, I can't Well, the more see... you, the more you, uh, the more you stay in a mind space that is of a positive uh, yeah. outlook on things yeah. in every moment you live, you just naturally will start attracting people that want that too. Mm. Um, you know, the only challenges you really face in that is, is some people who don't know how to give it back. Yeah. Cause that's, it's an even exchange that every human can give each other yeah. is everyone can be cool with each other. Yeah. People know how to do that. Um, but a lot of times people get drained. They'll, they'll, you know, they get shut off by being nice because yeah. they, uh, pe- too many people take from them mm. and then, I mean, yes, that's, don't refill their tanks. So you have to, you have to try and find that balance. You have to give, give to, you have to be willing to, to give and not get anything back. That's truly the honest truth. You have to, you have to be willing to, but right you now. also have to be, you also, I mean, I have to be careful in order to give to myself from time to time, just yeah. because if you don't, you, you I mean, like you were saying, you can't, you can't really, gosh, you have to know yourself. You have to, to know what it is that you like and what you do to relax and, and, and all those kinds of things. Otherwise the things that you're doing are, are going to not live up to their full potential because they're not going to be fueled by you. They're going to be fueled by just momentum Mm -hmm. and, and centrifugal force. Yeah. Centrifugal force. That's centrifugal. Yeah. Yeah. Spell yeah. that. <laughs> no. Yes. Um, C Y. Trifical. Yeah. Trifical. <laughs> um, trifical. No, but you're right, dude. I mean, I feel like, you know, we live in this time where as people we're realizing how much power we have together and the the fact that we're seeing so many cool startups and the way the internet, like technology is pulling the world together and yeah. actually everyone's able to share information and be able to actually finally assess for the first time who they are. And in it's, it's a road to go down. I mean, cause, cause every day it's like, man, no matter how, how much shit I investigate, like UFOs to, you know, Illuminati or like to just fucking biblical things or spiritual things like yeah. all of it. I want to know what all of it is so I can see what the fuck everyone's screaming about. Like, why does this whole group of people say I have to go vote? Why does this whole group of people say I have to become a Christian? Why does this whole group of people say I have to do this when none of it has anything to do with who I am on this planet, walking around in my own consciousness, completely separate from everything that's bombarding me. Right. So you have to kind of look at all of it and go, what is this and where did it come from? See, I feel like that's what a partnership is ideal for, Mm -hmm. um, because you need people like you and uh, people that want to fill themselves with as much knowledge about everything around them as possible so that they can properly navigate all that kind right. of stuff. Um, but on the flip side of it, you need people like me who I, I get very concerned with the, 
the mentality, the feelings yeah. of what it is that we're doing. Yeah. Not necessarily all of the philosophies of why and this and this and this. I am getting more and more into it because I, I mean, you have to, mm-hmm. you have to in order to accurately facilitate mm-hmm. all of this stuff that we're doing right now. I have to understand what it is that I'm saying, yeah. but also be able to say it in and, and produce it in a way that is, gives me someone the same can comprehend that, it that I, that I want everybody else to, <laughs> yeah. to otherwise it's, it's not worth it. It's not well, worth it. Yeah, if, well, I know like these are the types of conversations that someone, I mean, people, people may have already shut this off because sure. they're hearing things for the first time that are just like, what? I mean, you start asking, like when people start asking themselves, like, you know, they start looking around the room going, yeah, everything that I think I am is really just a product of things that either I created, like, unless you're an artist creating your own stuff, your own clothing, your own everything, FUBU, you're farming your own food. We're taking from other people's creations. Like we're using other people's stuff. Monsanto. Look around your house. Like look at everything in that house. China. You know, all of it. Granted, some people build their own stuff. I guess Ikea. Yeah. But I, I mean, I just feel like, um, man, like it's one of those things where we're, it's just stuff. Like, just like furniture stuff, just like, like I, I sit there when people are like, well, not everybody wants to go down the rabbit hole and it is freaky. Yes, I can understand that. But again, it is just stuff. It's just to get to the truth or at it, least to find some sort of uh, truth behind what is actually affecting my life. And when you do that, it's just stuff. You can put it behind you and go, okay, that was then. And how do we go forward as humans without all that stuff, you know, on the flip side of it? You have to get people to want to do that. Yeah, for it sure. It is as simple as you're saying. It is a a decision and a choice to to either. It's the potential. Change your life or not change your life, but you have. How to get brave are you to as a human? Want exactly. You have to. You have to, kind of guide them into the courage. You know, you can't just like. Are you a Slap coward the cowardly that, lion upside you, the face and make him have courage. You have to kind of guide him and show him that he has the courage to do it himself. That's, you know, I, I approach what you're saying from a, a standpoint of, okay, if we are being fed this and that and the other, and like what to like and what we're supposed to be doing as a society, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be exciting to find out, oh, I don't have to do that. I can literally mm-hmm. wear whatever it is that I actually want to wear, I suppose within reason, but you don't have to go and, and count out to but what is within reason and all that. You know what I mean? Like laws. we live on a planet. I mean, laws. I'm, you know, you've got to right now I'm talking about laymen like me with that initial like you blossom just start walking of an open naked. mindset. Well, the blossom of an open mindset would be something as sim- as simple as getting them to get excited about the things that they could learn about themselves if they allowed themselves to make their own quote unquote own decisions. Yeah. It does require that people uh, realize and understand certain elements of of truth. Yeah. That uh, that are uncomfortable for sure. Yeah. It's uncomfortable to think about a lot of those kinds of mm-hmm. things, but the, the part that will get them through it and the part that will get everybody chomping at the bit to do something about it is how they feel about what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and that's, that's the part that excites me. Mm-hmm. I want people to go ape shit over these podcasts mm-hmm. and go nuts for the atrium, mm-hmm. but I need somebody like Shelby it's not that I need somebody like Shelby, but Shelby is the vision. That is the role he's undertaken, and he's he's steering the ship that way. I'm making sure that we've got fuel mm-hmm. and and proper sales and this that yeah. know, fuel and sales. You wouldn't need both of them, would you? Mm. But you're, you're, you know, you're and making we've got a crew and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean. That's, that's the thing is, is that's why I'm here. What we're doing is we're just making stuff and creating, you know, we're, we're doing what we've been taught and that's that we can create stuff. Like we as humans know how to create based on other people's tools, such as Steve Jobs creating Apple and all the, all the products that have come out of his genius brain, or at least the concepts. And then you send that over to, to, um, uh, programmers and, and, 
you know, people oh, who yeah. know how to program these devices into these perfect machines yes. and we're using them for these technologies that, you know, I can write music on a computer that some dude who just knows how to code yeah. would never be able to comprehend how to write a song. And I, you know, they vice versa. They code those pieces of software, but they may not be able to artistically use them. Yeah. I mean, they could probably take the digital form of an audio form and decode it into some zero and one formula and look at it like it's a matrix, yeah, you know, you know absolutely. how they were reading the matrix yeah. screens. You know what? There are people that I work with up at, up at MTI that are brilliant coders and developers and stuff like that. I would be, I mean, I'd be curious to see what kind of creative stuff they yeah. did, but I would be, I, it would, it would surprise me to, to find a creative side to some of these people just because of how good they are at the one thing that they're, they're doing, you know, yeah. in the company, that's a part that I just don't get to see. Mm -hmm. Um, that's why the podcasts are so fun because they are, they are the side of me that I get to be comfortable enough with somebody that I'm, I'm comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're having these just kind of conversations that are not no holds barred, but they're just less inhibited. Yeah, we're we're talking I mean, about whatever we want to talk about. Yeah, because yeah. why why shouldn't we? Why shouldn't? And that's we? the biggest See, question. That's that. There's that. There's that. Why not? Who cares? Kind of. Yeah. Kind of mindset, which I I dig because you're right. As and far if it's as because as far people as other won't people's listen, opinions. Yes, exactly. So be it. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. uh, if I say something that I don't actually think or believe, that's a different story. But for sure, why not? Most of people's excuses, including mine, most of my excuses do have to do with what somebody else might think of what, mm -hmm. what it is that I'm doing. And that's something I've, I've been working to, to, to overcome. I think of it in a way, you know, we're, we're putting stuff out there in the universe. We're talking, we're, we're discussing subjects that may be uncomfortable, but we're also putting this just out there. So if there's someone who does know something we're talking about and we're curious about, we're also open to learning those things and I having someone to. email in into us and, and, share some of your wisdom or share your knowledge about something or whatever. I mean, we're here to grow and that's what we're doing as, as, as the Elf Tree Podcast Network is we're yeah. just growing and we're seeing how far we can stretch these limbs of this tree and ourselves are those, you know, this very show's original, original stem seed of an idea was mm -hmm. ideas, ideas. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, we, we decided to, to title the show Hi Dare, but you know, it was always kind of a, an excuse to, to just free our minds and come up with all these things and learn and do and create the learning part is, is what's exciting because it's why the three, a movie goes is so much fun for me because we get brand new information in the form yeah. of a movie mm -hmm. that we kind of get a minute to digest by ourselves. And then we just launch into, and the, the first reactions all kind of mix and mingle and affect each other. And we, we learn. Yeah. We all have different this. perceptions of the film. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so doing stuff like that with any topic is something I just, I, I, I see the value in greatly mm -hmm. and, and can't wait. I can't wait for any and all of those opportunities to arise. Well, that's what we're here to do. That is what we're here. And to we're do. here to go on that journey with you guys. And, Shit. You know, but I think in the meantime, we have uh, we have a couple things to do. We do right now. So uh, we'll just going to. We'll just get it. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll probably just leave you right here. Yeah, we will. For this week. I'm Ian. And I'm Joe. And let's put on some turfy turfs. We, we got to go. go. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at high underscore dare. And be sure to check us out online at entertheelftree.com for all you old school dot comers. <laughs>